Welcome to Bob's Fishbowl, everybody. I'm Bob. Over there, Fish B on the show this evening. Rudy is Ukrainian, constitutional crises abound, and Conan settles. But first, until we get a theme song, I have decided for sure that this is our theme song. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. You put your fishbowl in, you put your fishbowl out, you put your fishbowl in, and then you shake it all about. Smart people ask questions, and then we try to answer them. That's what the show's about. Hey! Yeah! Woo! That's fun. That's just fun. I just, you know. Put your fish. Feel free to feel free to sing it amongst yourself. Is that song charting? No, it's not. Damn it! Is there a chance it might chart next week? No. Damn it! Uh, all right. Before we get to the big questions this evening, uh, this news uh, just broke like an hour ago, and I saw the pictures. But I've said it before, and, and I am not the Britney Spears police. I am not in charge of the media coverage slash infatuation with the now mental health ailing Britney Spears. I'm not in charge of this. That said, I just want people to leave her alone. She had a court date today. Her parents have this weird conservation ship over her. Did 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 I say that right or did I? Forgive me if I added an extra syllable. But they they had her leaving court today. Uh, She was dressed nice for court. But upon leaving court, uh, the paparazzi had photos of her leaving with no shoes and no socks. Yes, I know. Scandalous. Britney Spears leaving a courtroom with no shoes and no socks. And it makes me feel bad because if you or I had a major, major court date where significant decisions were being made about our lives and the future of us living it, little stressful. And once you get to the sidewalk outside court, if you want to walk, I mean, it's California. If you want to walk in no socks and no shoes, that's on Brittany. That's fine. Why is that news? That makes me sick. And secondly, this is, this is on her entourage. Whoever her people are, you got to know they're just going to pick on her for it. Encourage her to keep her shoes and socks on. She has the right to shoot you down. She's a big girl. But where are you, entourage? Where are you? I know where mine is. That's Fish B. That's my, that's my entourage. He's right there. He's, uh, he's my extra-dimensional best friend, and he's in charge of the questions. There's really no other place to begin than question one, so let's get started. Question one reads as follows as I pull it from Fish B's whatever hole. Dear Uncle Bob. Yes, that's me, as some people call me. Dear Uncle Bob, what should we make of the fact that Conan O'Brien settled the joke theft lawsuit. What do we make of the... If you, if you haven't heard about this, there's this guy in California that alleges that Team Coco stole, I don't remember if it was five or six jokes from his Twitter feed and or his blog. Upon calling the producers and writers of Conan, he was essentially laughed out of the gym. 
They, they, they told him, no way are there uber-qualified writers stealing from this Yahoo, I believe he lives in San Diego, not one of the Globetrotters, no one I know, but they're not going to steal from this guy's blog and Twitter feed when they have what they believe to be a, an ensemble of some of the best writers in show business. But Conan settled, and this happened a few years ago, but Conan just settled this week. He wrote a, wrote a column in Variety about it, but I believe the settlement was for $450,000. There was a time in this guy's life where he submitted jokes to David Letterman and would receive, if, if you write a joke and Letterman uses it in the monologue, that's a, that's a fat $125 check Maybe it's gone up to 150 since Dave has been retired for a few years now. But Conan says they settled it just so they wouldn't have to deal with the, with the hassle of it. And I understand that. Rich people and, and rich companies settle lawsuits all the time just not to deal with the hassle of it. But the reason this story is such a big deal and based on my years, like within the, the stand-up community in, in New England, and, and, and knowing other people that, that do it around the country too. This is the most serious of serious offenses. Most comedians would rather you sleep with their wives rather than steal a joke, or sleep with their husbands, or, or whoever. Whoever. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a male-female distinction there. Remember Carlos Mencia getting punched in the face or getting attacked by Joe Rogan on stage? Supposedly George Lopez punched him in the face and knocked his ass out over stealing jokes. Amy Schumer's been accused of it. This is, this is something not to be taken lightly. This is something why sometimes on this show, if I say a joke that's so obvious or some weird synapse fires in my brains, and I'm like, oh my God, did I hear Bill Maher say something similar to that six weeks ago? I will instantly call that out. I've never been accused of joke thievery, nor do I ever want to be. But in this world of Twitter these days, where seemingly everyone on Twitter thinks they're a joke writer, inevitably some of the low-hanging fruit jokes, the premise and the punchline will get repeated in multiple different forms. But that's why... What was the question? What should we make of the fact? I guess, I guess are you asking if it's a big deal? Um, not really. I mean, Conan's been in the game for so long, and he's so well-respected, and his writers are so well-respected. And Conan maintains that if one of their writers was stealing jokes from a blog and or some dude with a blog's Twitter feed, that they would fire that writer on the spot. And I believe that to be true. So don't make too much of it. Next question. It's not that big a deal because it's Conan. Because he has 25 years of showbiz history where he's been one of the very best in the game. So that's why it's not that big a deal. Next question, I said. Next question. Artichokes or avocados? Ah, oh, yes. The, the big tease from last night. What, whatever could it be? Artichokes or avocados? Avocados. Sure, sure. They're both green. Uh, they both have rough exteriors. Avocado via the skin. Artichokes via the thorns. 
avocados make guacamole and uh, delicious toast, I'm told. I think they're the perfect topping for a real Tijuana taco. They're good for your skin. They've got that rich, buttery texture. The avocado now. That's, that's all the avocado. And then you go over to artichokes. In addition to being green, in addition to being thorny, in addition to being, you know, quasi-dangerous because of the thorniness, they're difficult to cook. They take a long-ass time to cook. You kind of got to know what you're doing. They're expensive. Like, the best deal you're going to get on them is like two for five, maybe two for four if there's a, an artichoke surplus. And very little of the actual artichoke is edible. So I think you know which way I'm going on this. When it comes down to artichokes or avocados, clearly the artichoke is superior. The artichoke. It's just, it's just tastier. Like if I, if I was on like a steamed California artichoke, just peeling off the leaves and then teething the meat with nothing but some good old-fashioned mayonnaise on there, if the artichoke and, and the water that steamed the artichoke was seasoned right, if I was on death row, that would be, that would be one of my last meals. That would be why don't you get, I don't think you get multiple. That would be my last meal. That's, that's good. Artichoke, I mean, I love avocados too, but artichoke is... Next question. Thank God we've, we've settled that debate. Thank God we've settled that debate. Next question, Fish B. Next question. Are we currently in a, quote, constitutional crisis, end quote? Are we currently in a constitutional crisis? Yes, that's, that's quite the buzz phrase these days. If, if you follow the news, as I know you do, a constitutional crisis. I don't think so yet. The Constitution still exists, right? Like we still, we still have a Constitution. This is a country where, where the king is not the law. The law is king, as they say in the Justice Department. But we do run into a constitutional crisis if each one of our three but separate equal branches of government, if one of them does something so crazy in defiance of one of the other branches of government, and said branch of government has no legal remedy, either within their branch or the third branch, then you have a constitutional crisis. When one branch does something so batshit crazy, and there's no remedy in another branch. I know the Trump administration is ignoring subpoenas like they're a family from Guatemala. Meet the subpoenas. But we still haven't gone through the process. We still have another branch of government. The courts have yet to weigh in. And I pray to L. Ron Hubbard when they do we finally have an answer to one of the most fundamental questions of this country. And I thought we'd settled it with Nixon. I thought we'd settled it. I thought we settled it with the drafting of the Constitution. To fundamentally answer the question, is the president of the United States above the law? But apparently we didn't with the drafting. I thought we had figured that out with Nixon. Now apparently we have it with Nixon. So hopefully, third time's the charm. 
Third swing of the bat. Let's do it. Next. Have you heard the new Vampire Weekend album? Have I heard? I have heard the new Vampire Weekend album. Not only, I mean, it's called Father of the Bride. Not only have I heard it, it's a double album. They've been away for, for three, four years now. I adore Vampire. This is one of the best albums I've heard in a long ass time. And, and I know it's new and I've only heard it like three, four, five, six times. And it might be a little sugary meaning that, it, that, it, that it's real good upon the first few listens and then kind of as time goes on, it's, it's not as good as you initially thought it was. But I don't think so. I mean, there's songwriting, there's song structure, they're just such a solid band. I mean, it's a little folky, it's a little hippie, it's a little sunshiny. But God, it's great. It's so good. The new, oh my God, it's good. It's a good record, man. That's a good, I'm going to listen to it after the show. How, do, how does this show, yeah, this, this, it's a show, great. How does this show feel about Elizabeth Warren? She's got a plan for that. She's on your new cover of Time Magazine, Elizabeth Warren, and it says she has a plan for that. Or does it just have her quote, I have a, I don't remember. Either she has a plan for that or I have a plan for that. Who cares? It's just minutia now. Stop splitting these hairs on me. It's Friday. You're driving me crazy. You're driving me crazy. This show likes Elizabeth Warren a lot. Despite all the nice things we've said about Mayor Pete, all the nice things we've said about Kamala, all the nice things we've said about Klobuchar, even the nice things we've said about Joe Biden, even some of the mean things we've said about Bernie. If it's someone just based on policy chops and someone that's taken a time to study the issues, identify what those issues are most important to America going forward and how to address those, Elizabeth Warren is lapping the field. She is lapping the field. At first, I thought Trump would be able to brand her out with the whole Pocahontas garbage, and obviously her DNA test kind of backfired. But how long can Trump really go with the Pocahontas thing before proving everyone's point that the guy's just, just an embarrassment? We're just embarrassed. If nothing else, even if you like his policy, he's an embarrassment. It's embarrassing that he's president of the United States of America, just the shit that comes out of his mouth. When is enough enough? And I would like to see Elizabeth Warren mop the floor with Donald Trump in the debates. The first Democratic debate now about a month away? I am very curious, yes, but this show likes Elizabeth Warren a lot. We like her a lot. I would, uh, what do you think about the ticket? Elizabeth Warren and Kamala, or Kamala and Warren. E either way, either way, whatever, whatever, whatever way uh, the, the voters want that to go. Anyway, next question. Next question, Fishby. I thought I heard it. Oh, I did, I did. That's a very familiar sound. Now it makes sense. What the fuck is Rudy Giuliani doing in Ukraine? This is, this is a great question. This, this might be the best one of the day. And I don't believe Rudy Giuliani 
is he in Ukraine now or is he just going to Ukraine? Because this is crazy. Apparently, the Ukrainian government is investigating the Biden family because, well, Joe Biden was vice president. His son, Hunter, was appointed to a paying gig on the board of an energy company, despite the fact he has no experience within the energy sector. Well, his dad is the vice president. Yeah, I agree. And this is a time of great tumult, a time of of great tumult in Ukraine. So, yeah, that's fishy. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Something right there doesn't doesn't I don't I don't like it either. I don't like it either. But the fact that the president's personal attorney is going to Ukraine, in his words, to they're not meddling in an election, they're meddling in an investigation? That Rudy's going to Ukraine to do that is mind-boggling, even for Rudy, even for Trump. But I think there might be two things below the surface here that are going on. In addition to just kind of what I told you about Hunter Biden and the kind of peculiar circumstances where he was awarded that position on a board. Does this have something to do with Don Jr. being subpoenaed? All right, Democrats, you want to go after Don Jr.? Biden has a family, too. Let's go after them. I mean, that would fit President Trump's personality profile. You go after him, he goes after... I mean, that, that's it. He's a counterpuncher. How many times have we heard that? Also, I think there's something to the idea of, as more details come out of the Mueller report... And those details more saturate or saturate society as they become part of the information the voters have. Potential, I mean, not potential. I mean, these should be strikes against the president of Trump going. President Trump going into twenty twenty. But as part of this going to Ukraine to get dirt on Biden for because because it would be beneficial to Rudy's client, who of course is the president. To normalize the idea of foreign meddling? Is it because of Don Jr. and they somehow want to normalize the idea of foreign meddling? Foreign meddling? All right, Fishby, we'll, we'll move on. But I, I thought, um, I don't know, that's kind of where my head's at. But seriously, what the fuck is Rudy Giuliani doing in Ukraine? That is, this is a crazy story. Yo, it's me, Fishby! Yeah, we got it, buddy. Your name's in the question. We got it. We, we hear you. Your name is in the question. Yo, it's me, Fish B. We heard you last time. We loud and clear. Any truth to the rumor that one of us will be Kim and Kanye's fifth baby surrogate? Any truth to the rumor that one of us will be Kim and Kanye's fifth baby surrogate? Congratulations to Kim and Kanye, their, their fourth baby surrogate, or did Kim have one of them herself? Or did she have, I don't even, it's hard for me. I can barely keep track of all the Kardashians as much as I like them. It's even harder to keep track of their babies. Those girls like babies. <laughs> um, no, Fishby, no, no. They, they're surrogate. 
which has got to be a good paying gig. You got to have real good genes. I'm assuming be be real healthy. You got to be healthier than Gavin Belson's blood boy. That's a it's a red hot Silicon Valley reference. We're really slicing the audience thin with that one, aren't we? We are. We um, I uh, no Fishby. No, unless I mean, do you think so? I don't. I'm really honest to God. I mean, it's Friday, and I'm not sure what to do with that question. Let's move on to the next one. Are you going to keep it Brockmire this weekend? Zip it. I've, I've heard enough. I've heard enough, Fishby. Am I going to keep it Brockmire this weekend? Well, there's a basketball game tonight. I'm the only person in the world who is picking Golden State to beat Houston tonight in Houston without Kevin Durant. I'm recording this beforehand. Obviously, it'll be posted before the game starts. We'll see. That's why we're going early tonight, because there's a basketball game. Am I going to keep it Brockmire? Oh, that was the question. It's, it's Mother's Day, so no. This, this weekend is all, is, all, is all about my mom's Sue's and my grandma, who just had her birthday, Meredith. It's, it's all about them, too. It's all, it's all about them. It's Mother's Day weekend. And it's all about Julia Louis-Dreyfus, also a mom, as this weekend, not the series finale, the season finale of Veep. And we wish Julia, we wish Julia Louis-Dreyfus uh, nothing but health and, and, and continued prosperity this Mother's Day. Next question. Zip it, Fishby. Next question. Will Bob Mueller... Ever testify before Congress? Will Bob Mueller ever testify before Congress? I see so-called experts and pundits, what, whatever, it, on the television and on the radio, on the internet, t- telling me that, yes, that, that Bob Mueller testifying before Congress is an inevitability, but between me and Fish B, given our psychic extra-dimensional powers that belong to one of us, I don't see it. I just don't see it for the life of me. I just, like, I close my eyes and I try to imagine it. I try, I try to imagine, like, popping the microwave pie and just, and just watching the thing, you know? And, and I can't. Someone go to the Popsicle store. Bob Mueller's going to be on TV all day. Like, that, that's, a, that's an unnatural sentence by any standard. By any standard. And I feel like if he does, it's going to be behind closed doors. It's just, it won't have the same impact. I mean, fingers crossed, Mantis has prayed, but I don't see it. I wish I had better news for you there. But again, we're talking about the future, so we'll see. Why on earth would we want to colonize the moon? Why on earth would we want to colonize the moon? This is, uh, NASA wants to go back to the moon. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos and his company, Blue Whatever, wants to, wants to help NASA get back to the moon. And, and he wants to be there for Team USA beginning to colonize the moon. And call me cra- And I know th- th- this talk of colonizing the moon and colonizing Mars... I know this is exciting theoretical science on many levels. A lot of the science is legit, but a lot of it at this point is theoretical in terms of living someplace other than Earth. 
I know it's exciting STEM class stuff. I know, I know it's exciting STEM, science, technology, blah, 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 math. I know that's engineering. I know it's exciting after school projects and homework. But shouldn't we try to save Earth too? I think they are. But Earth is Earth is really a Earth is really a great planet. I'm a big fan of Earth's work. My family has been here since the monkeys, and I'm not talking about the band. We like this planet a lot. And if we have a choice between staying here or colonizing the moon, you know. Co- Call me crazy. Call, call me crazy. But well, well, everyone is is getting their ass kicked in, in the new world. I'll be highfalutin and keeping it bougie in gay Paris in North London. No, thank you. You enjoy you enjoy colonizing the new world all your own. Me and my family want nothing to do with it. I mean, nothing. Last question, as always, belongs to Isaiah. The tiny player, and he writes the following, I play too much Fortnite to read, but what book are you reading? (laughs) Our nine-year-old executive producer plays too much Fortnite to read. Uh, I don't don't have it in front of me, so forgive me for not remembering the exact title. But remember, uh, did it come out right before he died or right after he died? But but the, the kind of a, a last grouping of uh, of science of, of essays about big questions written by Stephen Hawking, you know the theory of everything. Stephen Hawking, uh, that's that's what I'm reading now. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Hawking reader, pretty pretty profound shit. I know. So anyway, that's what I'm reading. Thank you, son. Make sure you're good to your mom on Mother's Day. Paleta Bola de Fuego, which of course quite literally translates to the Paddle Ball of Fire. First, happy birthday, Bono. He's 59 years old again. And SNL's Keenan Thompson is 41 years old. I maintain and would argue with anyone that Keenan Thompson in the long storied history of Saturday Night Live, Keenan Thompson, the greatest contributor in the history of SNL. God, I love Keenan. Uh, Spokane Valley Red Robin, the busiest Red Robin in the entire country. It's by our Spokane Valley Mall here in Spokangeles. They serve over 5,000 pounds of fries a week. 5,000 pounds of fries. How is how is this land of empty strip malls, how do we have the busiest Red Robin in the country next to a mall that's about to go out of business? This makes no sense, but it's, it's happening. Uh, there's a global helium shortage, and it's forcing Party City to close dozens of stores. Run for your life. Maybe that's why we're colonizing the moon, to get at that precious moon, to get at that precious lunar helium. We love that shit. And lastly, or no, Victoria's Secret, annual fashion show. They're leaving network TV. I think that's good. You can be a lot racier when you're not on network TV. And uh, that show, I mean, I love it. I watch it every year, but it could use a little spice. And lastly, I mentioned it before, uh, but Vice, the last show ever, the series finale goes down Sunday night after Game of Thrones. You know how much I love Brock Meyer. We mention that show every single Friday because Brock Meyer is a little bit more obscure. But Vice, and, and we say about Brock Meyer that Brock Meyer is the funniest show since Veep. Veep is the most foul mouthed, crudest, 
most ingeniously written, perfect show I've ever seen in my life. So a big Bob's Fishbowl tip of the cap to the entire uh, Veep family. Job well done. Seriously, job well done. Uh, that's damn impressive what you guys have pulled off. What Clearly deserve every single Emmy they've won. That's it, everyone. On behalf of myself, on behalf of Fish B, if you can't be safe this weekend, at least be lucky. Life is short. Be good to each other. If no one dies, we'll be back here on Monday. Till then, adios amigos.